0: Hey, thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. Hope you're having a great Thursday. Finally a little warmer out there, which is nice. Bruins lead the Maple Leafs 2-1 after two. Marchand with the go-ahead goal late in the second period. Capitals now up 2-0 on the Blue Jackets. That's with uh, about three and a half minutes left in the second period. Oshie scoring on the power play. So Capitals trying to tie that series. Boston trying to go up three games to one. Yankees leading the Blue Jays 4-2. It's in the top of the eighth. Well I really appreciate you tuning in tonight Uh, We're doing a a, a different type of show this evening And uh, it's been fun so far It is the first ever And I hope it's the first of many Inside Sports uh, high school sports special We just featured some athletes from Harry Ainley We now have uh, some athletes And a coach from Queen Elizabeth High School We'll start with uh, the coach Mike Rodriguez is with us Mike thanks for coming
2: in It's a pleasure, thanks for having us So uh, you're the soccer coach at Queenie That's right How long have you been doing that? I've uh, been there for three years, and I um, yeah, love every minute of, uh, of coaching these guys and also a teacher there. So it, uh, it all plays together. Now, you have a, a good background. I know you said you lived in Edmonton a long time, but you're originally from Portugal. Yeah, that's right. And, mm-hmm. um yeah, I moved here when I was a kid, and so I can relate to uh, a lot of the kids that we have in our in our school that come from other countries, and we make a good connection that way as well.
0: Well, and that is a big part of your team's story, uh, because the team was successful, which we will get into, but but I think there was, I would call this team a success with a great story, even without the the gold medal, which was obviously pretty nice. Uh, two young men are in studio as well from the team. Kapru Lar is here.
3: Yes, uh, I'm Kapru Lar. Uh... Uh, I'm, just like Rodriguez said, I'm from a uh, refugee camp from Thailand, and yeah, my family from Burma fled from, um, my fa- uh, my mom and dad fled from Burma to Thailand to settle the refugee camp because there was a war there. Uh, we came here in Canada in around 2008, and now it's, uh, right now I'm attending Queen Elizabeth High School my second year, and Queen's soccer teams like a family, high expectations, and we work hard. and. And it, the reward—the reward was there.
0: You know, Mike, I, I i was worried he might be soft-spoken. He just dove right in there, didn't he? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Well done. Go, <laughs> Do Capru, yeah. that was great. And, and let, let's let, let's get in there before we bring in your teammate. You were at one point in your life in a refugee camp.
3: Yes. I
0: actually. mean, you're—you left. You said you left Burma because of the of the war. Well, but,
3: I was born in a refugee camp. My I my saw my siblings and my my parents uh, were born in Burma. Okay. and they've uh they fled from burma to thailand and there's a refugee camp there and i grew i, I grew up there in a refugee camp and <laughs> so how do you can you can you for our
0: listeners can you even contrast your day-to-day life now as to what it was like a few years ago
3: oh, a few years ago um, we it's not the same here here is way better way better um um uh, it's just everything is here is better um it's for, for first of all, getting food is uh, easier, and traveling is easier. I'm a Canadian citizen now, so traveling the world is easier. So I'm uh, very thankful and blessed to be here.
0: Well, that's I mean, just how you said, getting getting food is is easier. That's something we would obviously take take for granted for water an earlier well. time in your life. That necessarily wouldn't have been a, a a given that you'd you'd have fresh food, fresh water every day. Yeah, that's right. Wow, okay, uh, more, we'll get more from you, but we also have Amar Juma in, a, a teammate. Amar, thanks for coming
4: in. Thank you for having
0: us. Now, you're, you're also a fairly recent Canadian, is that true?
4: Yeah, that's right, I came uh, three years ago. I am a Syrian guy, I born in Syria, but I moved to Canada, uh, to Turkey first. I stayed there for three years, then I came to Canada. Yeah, uh, I am I'm st- I'm, um, a student in Queen Elizabeth High School, and I played with, uh, with their uh, team, and I'm very thankful for our, sh- our coach for having me on his team because <laughs> my first year in, the, in Canada was really, really bad, actually. I, I, I was thinking that soccer is just about dribbling and scoring. But no, uh, soccer it's, it's about... When I met Mr. Rodriguez, he, he taught me that so- soccer it's about using your brain or your heart. And when, when you go to a new team, you meet a new family, mm. and that's what I like in soccer. I really like this uh, sport, yeah. So, I, I want to I
0: ask you guys, uh, Amar, I'll stick with you for yeah. now, y- I mean, you come to Canada. Did, what was it like fitting into the school, making friends? I, I don't know how much English you knew at the time, but I assume you had to get up to speed on... I mean, how did you get through all that?
4: Actually, first first uh, week was really really hard for me i i wasn't understand anything any word in english like just hello welcome thank you that's it and uh, but uh, slowly i met a new friend, actually a, a syrian arab friend they teach me uh, i met a canadian friend too they you know it's hard for me to understand what they're saying we w- i was talking to them like my ba- my english was really bad with them but then I start understanding, uh, they start teaching me, actually the school helped really much about uh, to uh, improve my English and to do it better and better every year.
0: Well, you're sounding great. Hey, Kapru, as are you. What about for you, though, coming over, becoming uh, becoming a Canadian, becoming an Edmontonian, making friends, trying to f- fit in with the school? What was that all like for you?
3: Yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was, uh, it was a process. Um, coming here, I, uh, the only words I know were yes and no. So when... When a per, when a person comes up to me, I would just say yes and no, not completely understanding what they're talking about. And that was grade one, grade two, all the way till grade four until I get I got better. And then that's it went up up uphill from there. Okay. Uh, worked hard. Uh uh parents expected me to do uh, good, so I uh, so I listened to them.
0: And <laughs> <laughs> good advice everybody. Listen to your parents. Oh, that's good.
3: Yeah. Um uh I met Rodriguez uh uh I Ro- uh, uh Amero against uh, Junior High that's my coach there. Yeah. And there we actually won a a ch- uh, championship too. Uh indoor soccer as well. And So yeah. you and
0: Mike go back a few years that,
3: Oh right, Yes. Yeah. Oh man, he I wouldn't become a, a great soccer player without him. Uh he taught me a lot. But uh, and yeah. <laughs> Mike ab- about your team. So I mean Capruso, you've
0: been here obviously longer than Amar. Yeah, 2008. It's okay. Um, but but Mike, I understand on on your Queenie's indoor soccer team you have several
2: re- like relatively new Canadians or what's what's the deal there? Yeah, basically I would say three quarters almost is the uh, players were were not born in Canada. Really? So, yeah. So we had you know we had a group from uh, the Syrians, we had a, a couple players from uh, Thailand, we had a couple players from uh, other African uh, nations, and then uh, a few players from. Uh, Bosnia, so it was it was it was interesting to put that all together, and uh, we really struggled last year. Um, last year, when we played in Division One Indoor against the top teams, against the teams that are you know gelled very quickly, we were not you know building uh, and becoming a team and a family fast enough. And uh, this year, it happened, and uh, and you know I'm grateful for that because it was almost putting you know different nations together, different cultures, different. Uh, initial or, or first languages and it worked all very well for us and um, I'm just thankful that they they respected me and were able to uh, persevere through it because I, I know exactly what that's like because when I moved to Canada I was like Capru was saying I, w- I moved here when I was in grade 2 I didn't know a word of English I just yeah. knew thank you and so I can relate to their difficulties and, in school and just you know, just being from every every day to ask to go to the bathroom or to get a drink of water when you can't speak the language, it's very embarrassing and very hard. And uh, that can take you, uh, those kind of connections take you further in, in sports and in life. So,
0: Mike, what what can you tell me about the value of sport in in giving, you know, kids from from different backgrounds or, you know, like they both said they didn't know uh, and Amar basically came into the high school setting as, as a new Canadian what can you say about the value of sport and that team environment and giving them a
2: sense of, of belonging and all those you know friendships yeah. and connections well I think um in my personal when I was a kid and then I was being a coach the exact same thing it's um soccer sports allows them to have a very good um or the best I think avenue or or kind of um, way to express themselves um, both physically and, and emotionally and let out you know whether it's stress or um, and building connections through sport um, and achieving something through sport is is goes a long way and because you're doing it as a team and you can't get there with without the next person that kind of um, cooperation between different people wouldn't happen without sports and what happens in in you know when, when people move from another country is they kind of Tend to stick with their the people that they know, and as he mentioned, Amar mentioned, you know, he was learning the English from, from people that spoke his language. But it's it takes a risk in order to to get to know the person that speaks English and may not know his initial language. And so all those things put together. Um Made us, uh, you know, the great kind of cluster of amazing players that we are now. So, Omar, you came here for grade ten, then, basically. Yeah. So, what what prompted you? Why
0: did you decide to go out and try for the soccer team? Actually, like, my were you afraid of doing it a little bit, or?
4: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But uh, my my dad was a soccer player in back home, my back home Syria, and he 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 taught me how to play soccer. He teach me. Uh, I loved soccer since I am um, three, four years old. Then I came to Canada, it was really hard to go in a a team and play with the team. I don't think uh, I was going to do it here in Canada. But I went to their tryouts for my first time. Uh, He was trying out for outdoor team. I didn't make it. I think that's it for me. But then uh, the next year I went to the indoor team. Uh, My first game I was a goalie. And I played goalie, uh, we lost. I lost uh, my first game. Then, then Rodriguez still uh, believed that I can do better than what I'm doing. Then I start playing one minute, two minute. Uh, then one day we was a uh, short players that he need player. He told me that you will play a lot today. I said, okay, so we played and I scored my first goal. I got really, really happy about my first goal and he started believing on me that I can do better than that. Uh, we played outdoor. We lost our final so it was really uh, really hard for us but then we played indoor uh, this year and we got the cha- the champions and uh, for sure thank you again Rodriguez <laughs> for about what you did for me well
0: I, I want to get more into the story of the last couple seasons you guys can stick around till the bottom of the hour we got uh, Queen Elizabeth High School Mike Rodriguez the coach two players from the championship team Amar Juma and Caprular. we're coming right back on inside sports. We're having fun tonight the Inside Sports High School Sports Special. Queen Elizabeth High School soccer coach Mike Rodriguez, two of his players Amar Juma and Kapru Lar. I hope I'm doing your names justice guys. I'm just saying them not
4: no, bad. No, no, no that's bad. right. That's right.
0: <laughs> okay, so uh, we're specifically you guys play outdoor and Mike you coach outdoor, but our focus here is mainly what the indoor team accomplished. So Capru, I'm going to ask you a very blunt question because you look like the young man that can handle
3: it. Okay.
0: Not this year, but last year.
3: Last year. How bad was the team? Last year, uh indoor soccer? Yeah. Indoor soccer, it was uh it was a struggle. I, but we, it was the first time we went into division 1 as well. So getting to play with the top the top dogs, it was an honor but as well. We came in and we surprised some teams, but we still didn't. We didn't. Ha- we didn't had it. Uh, hit it uh, we didn't had it in us, back then.
0: It was a. It was a tough year. You moved up a level in competition. Yeah. Uh, did you ever get discouraged? Did you ever think maybe we don't belong?
3: Oh, that never happened. That never happened at all. We we believe. Uh, it's hard. It's like we're a family. We grow together. We so we we, we, we were we're, we're at the bottom, but we move, we move up. we we, we keep moving up. You know. um, Amara, what kept the
0: attitude on the team positive even though you were having a tough year last year?
4: Uh, as we said, we're playing uh, as a team and uh, we're playing for our school. So we're not just playing for us or, ha- or, or to have fun. There's a lot of people uh, in our school waiting to, uh, to hear that our team winning. Our team is going up from, uh, from uh, bad place, let's say, to better place than, than um, and my friends too, when I, when they're always waiting for me, uh, when I done every game, well, when we finish every game, they ask me how it go. Did you guys win? They they all about care about they care about our team and what, how how we're doing. So they always support us. So Mike,
0: obviously they you must have been proud of how they handle the season last year with more losses than wins. Yeah, but um, but then so you're hoping everybody's a
2: year older. But how did this year start? Well, this year started um, kind of how last year ended, which was which was a struggle, and we we lost very uh, very poorly our first game, seven three, and um, just when you know we finished that game and, and everybody had their head up because they kind of knew that um, we we didn't play well, so our our level of, of uh, achievement and improvement was is is there, so um, it was just a matter of of getting them to believe, and even after that first game, after that first loss. There was nobody complaining. It was just a matter of getting back to work, getting focused, getting prepared for the next game, which we did, and we, we just kept improving every game. And that's the first thing I said to them. I said, you know, like, like a family, we grow, and if we can just get better every game and build on every game, by the time we get to playoffs, anything can happen. And uh, they really reacted to that, and here we were. Yeah. Kapoor, who'd you beat in the gold medal game? Henry Ailing. What was the score?
0: Oh well, we just oh. had Ainley guys here. You didn't; they weren't on the soccer team, but you didn't rub it in, did you?
3: Oh no, I didn't know. <laughs> I don't think we. I knew it was from of Ainley.
0: <laughs> what was the score in the, fi- in the final game? Uh, was it uh, four two? Four oh, two. Four three. Four, four
4: three. three. Four yeah.
0: three. All right. So I'll ask both of you guys first, Demar and Capru, when the seconds ran off the clock, and you've won the gold. Oh, like oh. what was what was going on?
4: It was a really crazy moment for us. Uh, every every everybody was start hugging everyone. We don't know what. Uh, Rodriguez came to me. I came to him. I start. Uh, I start crying because uh, yeah. we was losing 3-2. Uh, th- uh, then we scored two goals and 50 50 seconds. That was really really great moment for us. Yeah. And the ref yeah. said that's it. <laughs> Our
3: our 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 the students that came here to support us it was crazy they were cheering us on, cheering us on and we we didn't let them down they came and we uh, we we played for them and it was great we played for them and the school we played for our coach um, and and to know that we uh, we did it it's an amazing feeling. Mike,
2: how did it feel for the coach?
3: Oh, I I, I thought I lost my voice that game because.
2: Uh, um, my heart was racing, you know, even the last uh, few minutes of the game because they have th- that team. It was an honor to beat that team because they were so strong and we had never beaten that team. And as a matter of fact, like looking back in many years of soccer at Queen Elizabeth, uh, we'd be hard pressed to remember beating Harry Lee in soccer. So whether it's the first time or it's one of many few, it was it was even that more special. Um, and both these players had a huge role so as, as everybody did but both of them had a huge role in, in getting us there and and um they played very important roles in in the team but that uh that feeling of of you know we worked so hard and the honest truth is before that final we had two um an hour and a half sessions of, of almost classroom style coaching for them to prepare to play against some of the better players, some of the best players in the league, and shutting them down and how to defend them properly. It won't happen with one player. It's with support and pressure, pressuring support and um, teaching them how to move to help get the ball away from their top players. And that is the reason we won. Um, it wasn't individual effort. It wasn't um, you know. It wasn't me by all means. It was these guys were prepared. They were focused, and they executed. And that's like. The the glory of all glory in sports is when the team responds and doesn't crumble when you're when you're put into that uh, serious pressure. So that's awesome.
0: Well, you guys came through. Uh, we're getting short on time here. Uh, Amar, yeah. uh, are you playing anything right now, or, or do you know what you're doing next? You're in grade twelve, right? Yeah, I'm grade twelve. You got plans for next year, and if you don't, that's fine. Don't feel bad. No,
4: no. I <laughs> I think I, I'm I have one more year in Queenie. Okay. Cause, yeah, you know I came very late, and I have right. to upgrade my uh, my. To do, like, I have to do more uh, math, like science, those things. Good stuff, yeah. yeah. And uh, I hope yeah, to win another season with my team.
0: Capru, <laughs> <laughs> and you're, you're in grade 11? Grade 11, that's right. So you'll keep playing
3: soccer? And... Oh, definitely, most definitely. And you said you played basketball as well? I did play basketball uh, uh, for the Queenie. Uh, while well, well playing indoor soccer. Well, right on. Mm-hmm. Busy guys.
0: Good for you guys. Thanks for coming in, and Mike, congratulations. Mike Rodriguez, Amar Juma, Caprular from the Queenie High School championship indoor soccer team.
1: You're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on Edmonton Sports Leader 6:30.
0: Thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. It is 7.35 Inside Sports on Oilers and Eskimos Radio, 6.30, Chet. Now 3-1 Boston leading Toronto, five and a half minutes left. How about this? Jake DeBrusque. The Edmonton kid, his second goal of the playoffs to give Boston that two-goal cushion. If they hang on to that lead, they will lead the series 3-1. Capitals up 2-0 on the Blue Jackets early in the third. They are trying to tie that series at two. Top of the ninth, the Blue Jays trying to rally. They trail the Yankees 4-3. They got one back in the eighth, but still down 4-3 in the ninth. My name is Reed Wilkins. Really appreciate you tuning in tonight. So uh, we're having some fun here. It is uh, the Inside Sports High School Sports Special. We've talked to some uh, players from Harry Ainley, who uh, won provincials in two different sports. We had the uh, kind of, uh, well, not kind of. It was worst to first in indoor soccer from Queenie, and uh, now we have a. Uh, well, I. I'd list off all your sports, Peter, but that would take the entire half hour. (laughs) Uh, We have Peter Okumo in from Archbishop O'Leary as well as his coach and the athletic director at O'Leary, Josh McJanet. Josh, Peter, thanks for coming in. Thank you very much for having us. Uh, Peter, it's good to see you. All all joking aside, let's make sure we got this right. You played. You go ahead. You list them off.
1: Volleyball, basketball, soccer, badminton, track and field, and even rugby. Great time.
0: Okay, now, so I guess the question is, and you're still going to school, so you must have been passing all your classes. Where do you possibly find the time?
1: Um, whenever I have it at home. So, like, uh, I go home, I study, and then go to bed, wake up sometimes in the morning when we have basketball practice. So, like, go shoot around. And then there's PDT in the morning, so I sign up for those, and then, yeah, from there on, classes begin after that. So
0: so where do you get the time management skills, because you're what, seventeen? Uh, turn eighteen now. Turn eighteen. So, I, I mean, yeah. I know a lot of like adults my age and older who struggle with time management. Where Where do you get those skills to be able to focus on everything and do well in everything?
1: Mm, well, I. Oh God. We
5: We offer things at O'Leary, um such as study hall for our student athletes as well which Peter has made uh, quite a bit of use of over, especially his grade 12 year, which is obviously a very important one. We actually schedule time for them as well. Okay. Uh, Josh,
0: I mean, you, you're the one that recommended Peter for the show. I mean, what what makes him... Uh, there, there, let me tee it up for you this way. There's The ath- the athletic story is one thing, but it's
5: there's more to it. Yeah, I've, I've had the opportunity to coach Peter on five different occasions at O'Leary. And in those times, um, he was just shown to be our definition of a true student-athlete. And he's he's a type of kid that no matter what obstacles he uh, is faced, he works his hardest to overcome them. And for me, just seeing the amount of passion that he approaches life with in general, but especially athletics, is something very, uh, very important. And when this opportunity was uh, uh, given to us to highlight a student-athlete, um, Peter was my first thought and he's uh, an incredible success story at our school and as as he listed off all those sports I don't remember a student-athlete participating in, in that amount of sports as well as excelling in a majority of them Peter, uh,
1: where were you born? Uh, I was born in Uganda And when did you come to Edmonton? Uh, 2006, December 14th Coldest time of the year, yep. <laughs> you
0: remember the day. Do you remember <laughs> yeah. the temperature, Peter? You just <laughs> uh,
1: I, it was kind of dark, so I, I don't even know. He wore, like, jean jackets, so didn't cover very much. Very cold. How come you and your family came to Canada? Um, not a better living condition, you know? Yeah. Uh, So, like, there was wars back home. Like, yeah, and then when we came here, it was better, much safer for us. Yeah.
0: Was it hard for you to fit in and find friends at first?
1: Well, I didn't really understand English at first, so like I just go along with whatever they say, just nod my nod my head, like yeah, yeah, like yeah. So
5: he sometimes does that when we coach him as well. At this point, (laughs) (laughs) did did joining it was it
0: did like did you have to get past some nervousness or shyness to want to join a sports
1: team Mm, at first? Not really. Um, I'm like the automatic sport. I'll get in there, like, yeah, so... So that helped you, then, for yeah, sure? Yeah, it helped. Like, I have confidence in myself, so I believe, so, yeah.
0: And so, Josh, you met him in grade
5: 10, then? When he was in grade 10? I actually met him in uh, in junior high. Oh, nice, uh, okay. We offer uh, quite a few of our junior high tournaments, and uh, we definitely saw him during volleyball and basketball tournaments, and he was somebody that ca- caught our eye, like I said, just uh, the way he played and approached um, each sport, and talking to his junior high coaches they were like this kid's unbelievable we we absolutely love him and uh that's definitely something that's continued on at our school as well
0: peter was there is there a sport you would call your best sport or your favorite
1: oh it's kind of hard to choose but (laughs) right now i would say basketball okay second would be volleyball but it's a debate, you know? But I also love track and field, and that's what I want to see myself doing in the future, too. Oh,
0: nice. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad you said that. What do you do in track and field? Do you uh, specialize in something?
1: Yeah, yeah, I do relays. Like, I don't really run 100s, I do it in mini meets, but I, uh, my specialize is long jump and triple. But mainly long jump, because that's what I went for in provincials and track and field grade 10. Okay. So, yeah, I made provincials for that one. Came seventh out of it, because the day before, had rugby, got charley horse, and then, yeah, from there on, kind of got... felt. Uh, what is it, my legs are a little bit hurting, so it's all good. You're
0: one of those guys I get I get tired just talking to you because you're so busy, <laughs> but that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. The energy you have is is incredible. So are we in the middle of track and field right now, despite the weather?
1: Uh, Right now we haven't really had time to go outside, so we've been running around the school. Like, having 60% sprints can't go 100% because we're running to walls, right? Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, we've just been doing that. And then once the weather is cleared up, we'll go back outside. Our first meet is like May 9th, so it's going to be quick. Okay. coming up pretty quick Yeah, it's coming up soon.
0: And you think you can get a medal this
1: year? Oh, that's what I'm aiming for. Like, I'm trying to go as far as I can this year, so.
0: Peter Okumo joining us. He's uh, an athlete at Archbishop O'Leary High School. His athletic director, Josh McJanet, here as well. Peter, how many brothers and sisters do you have?
1: Uh... About nine. About nine.
0: Okay. Are you <laughs> okay. the
1: oldest or youngest, or where do you fit in? Uh, I'm a um, mid-child, actually. Mid-child. So I d- share that with my younger brother now because I just got a recent little sister. So.
0: Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. And did your whole family come from Uganda together, or did you have to come in bits and pieces?
1: Uh, we all came together, and then the three—oh, two, two were born here.
5: Okay. Cool. Yep. So. All right. And yeah. his. Uh, his. His younger brother is actually a student at our school as well this year. Uh, he's a grade 10 student, and uh, he, he had the opportunity to uh, experience something pretty special with Peter this year. And I'll let Peter kind yeah, of Yeah, what happened, that. Peter?
1: Oh, yeah. Well, so me and him were all excited for high school for him to start, because we realized we gonna have the time to play together on teams. So we played volleyball and basketball together. Well, for basketball season, he was injured. Volleyball season, me and him, we went all the way. Like, yeah, it was a great experience to play with my brother. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I know many people wish to have those chances. I had the chance. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. It
5: was a pretty special experience for them. Yeah. yeah. Something I think that they will uh, cherish for the rest of their life being able to play together and represent our school and their family. It was. It was a pretty incredible experience to be able to coach both of them this year. Peter, what else do you do in the school besides sports and schoolwork? Do you do, any, do anything else?
1: Um, for my... What do I do? Is well, he being
5: modest here, Josh? He's being a little bit modest. He is. He's. Um, <laughs> Let me when, when I brought his name forward today um, at a meeting with all of our department heads at the school, um, pretty much every single one of them said, that's unbelievable. Um, he's such a good kid, and... For our our school, we have over 1,600 kids uh, enrolled, and everybody knows Peter because he's constantly involved. Whether or not he's part of things like Students' Union, he seems to be right in the middle of every positive thing that goes on at O'Leary. And he's done an incredible job uh, volunteering his time too at our school. Whenever we needed something, Peter was the first one. It seemed we didn't even have to ask most days. He'd be volunteering, which is, Pretty remarkable for a 17, 18-year-old young man. How come you like doing all that, Peter? Why is that important to you?
1: Hmm. Usually, I don't like at home. I get boys, so what I, I do things in my spare time, so when I get the spare time, I love to help people. So yeah, like volunteering is yeah, it gives back to the community, gives back to the school. Yeah, like the things they've done for me, it's been great. So. I might as well give back to them. Like well, I look forward in the future to uh, maybe help coach out, like coach to some younger guys, uh, follow, help them uh, develop.
0: What kind of stuff have you done for volunteering?
1: Oh uh, well, Kensington Bingo, and then what is um, scorekeeping as well? Oh, scorekeeping. The I ref junior high game, volleyball games. I refed, uh Basque, uh, not rough basketball game I score kept basketball games uh, yeah
0: Josh sounds like he has a cot
5: in the school so he can grab a <laughs> 10 minutes of sleep <laughs>
1: yeah he, uh, like you
5: like he said he, it seems that he's never at home he's always as much as I'm at school I, I pretty much will see Peter uh, pretty much from the time I leave till the time I or time I get there until the time I leave and even most of the times it's after school. He's either up in the fitness center when he's not playing or obviously they're supporting other teams as well. He seems to be a lot of, a lot of teams' number one fan, which is pretty incredible.
0: Peter, can you stick around till yeah. 8 o'clock? We're going to take a quick commercial. Peter Akumo's in studio from Archbishop O'Leary and his athletic director, Josh McJanet. This is Inside Sports on Chad.
5: This is J.C.
1: Sheriff from your Edmonton Eskimos, and you're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630
0: Chat. All right, we're just getting Peter Akumo to give us a scouting report of his own abilities. Uh, The Inside Sports High School Sports Special rolling on here. Peter Akumo from Archbishop O'Leary. If you're hearing his uh, story, it's pretty incredible. He plays uh, volleyball, basketball, soccer, rugby, badminton, And uh, does track and field i got everything there peter yes coming a little closer to the mic there so we can hear you buddy thank you
4: yes (laughs) sir
0: no i'm coaching and josh mcjanett has coached him and he's the athletic director at archbishop o'leary peter what can you tell me about your parents and what they do for for you and your siblings
1: well since the first first sport like junior high grade seven they've been there working Working their butts off every day for us uh, to pay for our sports fees and everything. So uh, thanks to them, I'm able to play sports in school today. Like they've been there all my life. So,
0: Josh, sounds like it's a pretty special family, and I guess the good thing for your school, pretty athletic family
5: too, mm. <laughs> for sure. And like Peter has said, with uh, some of his younger siblings, uh, either in the school or coming in the next couple of years, it's uh, definitely something that uh, we look to continue on a uh, very positive relationship with the family which is what sports are meant to be is relationships with kids parents officials it's very uh, very positive and uh i think like you said peter's story is pretty pretty incredible josh in terms of
0: the uh, athletic of our environment at at o'leary um I mean, I hate to I hate to say this. Well, it's a you know, is it a sports school? Because it's it's a school. I mean, it's supposed to be well rounded. But where would you put the uh, athletic the, the consistency of the athletic performance by the school?
5: Yeah, like like you said, I think the the biggest thing is that it's it's a big part of our school, but it's not the only part. Um, we really really try our best to promote the whole idea of a student athlete. Um, keyword: student before athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, but. In in terms of the athletics uh, component of it, we've we've traditionally been uh, very strong, especially on the Catholic side, with Edmonton right. Catholic. And uh, since Edmonton uh, Public and Edmonton uh, Metro have kind of joined forces in the last couple of years, uh, we've we've been consistent. And um, a lot of our programs, we send teams to provincials every single year, and uh, we get the opportunity to highlight uh, some incredible athletes at our school so it's kind of it is a big big event um our spartan showdown basketball tournament uh, we had over 1100 spectators for our semifinal game in our gym um probably broke all all sorts of uh, fire fire codes in that oh regard, no you didn't no no it was yeah, we, we won't admit to that <laughs> but uh we definitely had a packed gym and peter had the opportunity to play in the game and um it it was deafening in that gym it truly <laughs> it was, was and alive. it just helped highlight um, the importance of just overall the culture that um, our school from administration to the teachers to the students to the custodians all the support staff uh, it's it's an incredible place to teach Um, I've spent a majority of my career uh, at Archbishop O'Leary and I could not be happy. Yeah, no,
0: you're an interesting story because you were an O'Leary student and athlete yes, and now you're the athletic yeah.
5: director. That's yeah. going to be amazing. I, I get the opportunity uh, to coach in the same gym that I played in uh, as a student athlete myself and um, it, it truly is special to uh, like Peter said earlier in the interview uh, be able to give back uh, to those who have, who have come before you and uh, the long list of people who have influenced my life, uh, from all my coaches uh, who have either retired or are still at our school, um, they've they've had such a big impact on my life that I'm able to come back and uh, coach and hopefully have the same impact on these kids as well. And it, it truly does mean uh, quite a bit to me to be able to do that. Okay, I got to I got to ask this. I, I didn't get to this with the Queenie guys, but I yes. but I asked
0: the Ainley guys because school sports is nothing without a rival and the the competition. <laughs> uh Peter, which school is O'Leary's biggest rival? And then I'm going to ask Josh the, the same question because it could be different coming from the AD.
1: Biggest rival right now would be Harry Ainley or Rushup. Josh?
5: Yeah, from from Peter's perspective, <laughs> I completely agree <laughs> okay. with that um those were uh Those were some pretty incredible basketball teams this year. And uh, I think that, uh, especially for us, you've got the Ross Shep uh, rivalry, um, especially in boys' basketball. Um, We've had some incredible uh, games with St. FX over the years as well and uh, Francis Xavier in the West End. And, yeah, those those would be the two for me. Um, There's some incredible coaches at both those schools, and uh, they do incredible jobs with their programs, as does every, everybody tries to do that in the city. But it uh, seems that uh, they, they do a very good job of promoting their school and their talent. And we do as well. And we, uh, we try our best to go out there and give them a good game. So those, Peter, those P- to me would be those.
0: Peter, we're getting into the last minute of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've had an incredible <coughs> high school career. You've made incredible contributions to your school, both athletically and in other areas. Um, do you know what you want to do next year?
1: Mm, I would like to go out into college for, uh, uh, enter the RAP program in electrician. So that's what I'm looking forward in the future to do. And then for my experiences in Nate, like I would like to, uh, enter into track and field nice. and get the experience from that. So like ab- being able to experience that would be amazing.
0: Peter, Josh, thanks for coming in. Great to meet you guys. Peter, all the best to you, man. Yeah, thank you. Incredible. Peter Okumo from Archbishop O'Leary and his athletic director, Josh McJanet, here on Inside Sports. Quick final look at the scoreboard. Boston does beat Toronto 3-1. They lead the series 3-1. Capitals up 3-1 on the Blue Jackets late in the third. Ovechkin got his third. The Blue Jays have lost 4-3 to the New York Yankees. Thanks to the producer of the show, Dave Campbell. Thanks to Kellen Kennedy. Graduate of Emmy Lazert. he was the voyager. He wore the costume. He's our studio producer. Uh, we're gonna have some fun tomorrow. Jack Michaels is one of our scheduled guests. I think Blake Dermott might drop by as well from our Eskimos broadcast. Uh, thanks to all the high school coaches and athletes that came in tonight. We will do a high school theme show again down the road. My name is Reed Wilkins. Thanks for listening.
1: Come on, just let's go.